We give God thanks and we give God praise. John's Gospel of 24, 21st chapter. Amen. Situation in this text allows us to see Jesus appearing to his disciples now for the third time. The first time they'd seen him after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ was at the resurrection Sunday morning. They saw him in his full manifestation as God. Second time they had seen him, Jesus came to his disciples a week later, which we celebrated last Sunday. The disciples were all together. Thomas was not with them the first time. So last week we celebrated Thomas as one of those individuals who will come to faith in Jesus Christ through the ministry of seeing the nail prints in the hand of Jesus and the wounds that was in Jesus' side. There are some people who will only believe in Jesus when we are willing to show them our wounds, amen, the nail prints in our hands and the wounds that we are currently, amen, bleeding and hurting from. In other words, you can't wait until you get it together to be a witness for Jesus. You've got to be a witness for Jesus while the blood is still running. While the stuff has not yet scarred up, you've got to be a willing uh, participant. Amen. A willing witness, a swift witness for the kingdom of God. Today I want to focus in on this meal that Jesus provides for his uh, disciples. I with you today is that this sermon, this uh, sharing today is about how do you restore people's faith in Jesus after they have been disappointed with Jesus? How do you get folk to believe again? How do you get folk to trust again? How do you get people to have hope in God again after they have hoped and hoped and hoped and what they had hoped for still did not manifest in their lives? Jesus had been with his disciples for three long years. Somebody say three long years. And for three long years, he had been saying to them that it is the will of God, his Father in heaven, that he be crucified, that he would die on the cross, but in three days' time, he will rise from the grave. It is not that he had not shared that with them, but it is something about when people have false expectations of you. And so when people have false expectations of you, when things don't turn out the way they expected to, those persons would be deeply disappointed. Amen. What causes disappointment? Disappointment comes about when people have expectations of you. Amen. And when those expectations are not met by those individuals, uh, they become deeply disappointed. These disciples had seen Jesus turn water into wine. They celebrated that. They had seen Jesus open the eyes of the blind. They celebrated that. They had seen Jesus raise Lazarus from the grave. They celebrated that. They had seen him heal Jairus' daughter. They had seen him heal the woman at the well. They celebrated that. Amen. 
And so they had aspirations. They had expectations that Jesus would now uh, become uh, the, the leader of the Jewish nation and that he would overthrow the military might of the Roman government and they would sit as it were in the 12 thrones uh, sitting around Jesus and they would run things. Amen. What they did not understand that Jesus' crucifixion was a part of God's plan for salvation. So when Jesus got crucified, his disciples were deeply disappointed. It, things just did not work out the way they expected. They wanted military power. Uh, they wanted political influence. They wanted uh, to be Jesus' right hand, left hand, his road dogs. They wanted to be with Jesus, sitting on the 12 thrones of Israel. And things did not work out the way they expected. Amen. But there, we can't be hard on these disciples because a lot of us have our expectations of Jesus as well. Come on, a lot of us give our lives to Christ and we want everything to be all right overnight. Come on, we want it to happen quick, fast, and in a hurry. Come on, we want to be able to pray today and have the answer by midnight. Come on, we want to be able to pay a little, sow a little tithe, give a little seed, and we want prosperity to come in the morning. Come on, we want to give our lives to Christ and we want no trouble at all. Build free, we want everything to be all right we want our lives to be cleaned up in Jesus name quickly am I uh, do I have any witnesses in here today that when you came to Christ you had your own expectations amen as fragile and as flawed as they may be you had your expectations if I give my life to Jesus, if I give my service to Jesus, everything's going to be all right. My children will respect me. Come on. My husband will stay with me. My boo thing ain't going to cheat on me. Come on, y'all. If I go to church, everything is going to be what? That's what I'm talking about. But how many of you know that just because you have an expectation of Jesus, does not exempt you uh, uh, from experiencing disappointment with Jesus. You can have expectations all you want to. But just because you have expectations of Jesus does not mean that everything you expect Jesus to be and do in your life is going to happen and certainly happen overnight. God have mercy today. These disciples had been with Jesus, followed him all the way to the end. And then when they saw the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, they turned and they walked away. Every single last one of these ones, they said, uh, deuces, <laughs> gone. See you later, Jesus. Amen. And so Jesus' uh, his appearances is now to restore their faith, to bring them back. Because what did they do when expectations did not turn out the way they wanted? They went back doing what? They went back fishing. They went back doing uh, what they knew to do best. 
they were fishermen for the most part and all of them decided we are going back fishing because this thing with Jesus has not turned out the way we expected. Come on. In other words, they, uh, you know, they regress. <laughs> they retreated. Uh, one folk said yesterday, we don't like the word backslid, but uh, uh, they backslid. <laughs> Anybody in here remember a time in your life when you turned away from the God of your salvation? You gave up on the church. Didn't want to fool with the church of Jesus Christ. Did not want to pray anymore. Did not want to trust anymore. Did not want to have faith in God anymore. And you went back doing uh, what you were doing before you met Jesus. Jesus. Come on. I'm just looking for a few honest folk today who say, I did it at least once. Come on, anybody? Got, I did it at least once. Done with this Jesus thing. Tired of praying and ain't nothing changing. Come on. Tired of living with chronic situations in my life and it ain't, it, it just ain't changing as fast as I want it. I'm, I'm just preaching to my own self since y'all gonna look at me like I'm crazy. Amen. Oh, but they went back fishing. They went back doing what they thought they were big enough and bad enough to do. But how many of you would also testify that when you went back doing what you thought you were big enough? bad enough, man enough, woman enough to do uh, that you went back doing it uh, uh, but you did not get the results that you used to have before. Come on. These were successful fishermen. They knew where to fish. They knew when to fish. They knew how to fish. They knew what kind of fish they wanted to catch at what time of the day. And there they went back fishing and the Bible says what? They caught nothing <laughs> is there anybody in here who went back doing what you used to do and you caught nothing you caught no joy you caught no contentment you caught no satisfaction you caught no happiness you caught nothing you can boast about uh, uh, in public even though you went fishing in private come on my god you caught nothing it didn't taste the same it didn't mean the same it didn't do the same it didn't work the same it didn't fit the same it did not look the same they went back fishing and they caught nothing oh but I I love the God of my salvation come on y'all that will not see us in the midst of our failure and leave us alone. I thank God that I got a God who can see us in our failure and come and see about us. Come on. The Bible says, just as the day was breaking. I like that. That's about timing. Just about the time. Is the right time, y'all? See, they fished all night. Because that's when they catch uh, their best fish. Come on, y'all. At night, when the sun is not shining and the moon is out and the water is cool, the fish have a tendency uh, to rise at the top. In other words, uh, uh, they had taken their best shot at being successful without Jesus. I, I want you to hear me today. They had taken their best shot 
at being successful with Jesus and just about the end of the time when they had taken their best shot at being successful with Jesus, that is when Jesus came and it's to see about them. I like it like that. Because that's when Jesus comes by us. When we think that we can handle this thing without him. When we think we can go fishing without him. When we think we can go back to doing what we used to do. Just as the day was breaking. Somebody came to church today. What time is this in your life? Just as the day were breaking. Come on. In other words, it's the right time. It is the right time, Mr. Salman. You took my monitor. Amen. Uh, it's just about the right time. Jesus came. I, I like it. This is what I like to celebrate about this thing. That he will come. And he will just stand there. Come on, watch it, watch, 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 watch it, y'all. He will come. <laughs> and he will just stand there. I, I like, look, look, the Bible says he came. Y'all see it right there? And he stood on the beach. He, he, I, I like to celebrate the fact that Jesus will come into our personal space. When we have decided we can do this thing without him. And he will just stand there. In other words, knucklehead, you think you can live without me? But I'm going to stand here and watch you make a fool out of yourself. Oh, but I have not abandoned you. I'm standing right there just about the time when you think it's all over. I am standing right there. Is there anybody in here who can testify that when you had lost your cotton-picking mind, it was only because he was... A man at God. But he's standing right there. I don't want to pray anymore. But I'm standing right there. I, I like it. I like it. I like my Jesus. He is not moved by our attitude when we are disappointed with him. He is not troubled by what comes out of our mouth or what comes out of our behavior when we are disappointed with him. He just stands there. Come on, Michael. You graduated yesterday, but you remember when you didn't want to have anything else to do. But he was standing right there with you in the midst of your rebellion and disappointment. I'm just looking for two honest folk today, today, who can say he stood there. Come on. He stood there when my marriage almost fell apart and I did not pray to him first. I called all my girlfriends, called my boyfriend, called all of them, but he just kept on right there. 
him right and says, stand by me. Stand by me. Loving Savior, stand by me. I know I got a few saints around here. When you were out there on drugs, isn't that right, Queen? You said it the other night. They call Monica. Monica, come help me. Monica, like, I ain't coming to help you. But those weren't the colorful words, but I. But, but even, even though she didn't come a few times, there was a Jesus who was standing right there. He wouldn't let but so much happen to us in the midst of our, oh God, oh, I'm, I'm just trying to, in, in the midst of our disappointment, come on Rochelle, he won't let you go all the way over the edge. I, he won't let you go all the way over the edge. He stands there. Oh, Lord. He stands right there. As I celebrate the fact he's still standing right there. You mean he's still, he's standing right there. But, but then the other thing he does, he speaks to us. And he gives us direction. And I'm thanking God that he's still speaking to us. Watch what they did. They, they fished all night, <laughs> caught nothing. Jesus decided, I'm going to restore these rascals. So he comes and he stands right there. But, but that's not the end of it. That, that's not the first and the last point to celebrate in this thing. No, he speaks. He said, hey, y'all see him there? Children, have you any fish? I like that point. <laughs> in other words, do you have anything to show ah, for you trying to live without me? Ah, ah, what do you have? That, that's what he's asking Jason. He, he's like, Jason, what do you have over time? What do you have to show for your life outside of relationship with me? In other words, you you big enough, you bad enough, you gone back doing what you think you can do without me. Jesus comes by and Jesus says, hey, children, <laughs> children, do you have any fish? Do you have anything to show for your time away from me? Has your joy increased? Has your power increased? Are you more happy now than you've ever been without me? Come on, give me some fish. Show me something. Give me something. Give me. Do you have more money now than when you left me? I like that. Children. And Joyce, that's what he's asking you. Do you have any fish? I like it. I like it. What? This is how the dialogue goes. Do you have any fish? No. Do you have more joy? No. See, I like Jesus like honest folks. Oh, y'all hypocrites who are, you know, like that. Not y'all here. Your cousins. Not y'all. Not y'all. All y'all are wonderful people here. Y'all tell the truth. Amen. 
but for all the times you have been out of fellowship with God. What do you have to show for it? Come on, you won't, you won't, let me tell you, uh, you won't be successful again until you admit that your time without Jesus has been the most unproductive and unfruitful and oh my God, I'm just trying to, come on, you're crying more without him than when you were with him. Children, they say it like you're from the South, cheering, cheering, do you have any fish? Come on, but now, listen to me, some else, he's still speaking, and that's why I tell you, I get happy that he's still speaking, Pops, he's still speaking, he ask a question, Master, do you have any fish? The answer, no. Then he says to them now, Cast your net on the right side. <laughs> Simple instruction. Cast your net on the other side of your boat. <laughs> In other words, you've been fishing on the wrong side of the boat. Is there anybody in here who can testify that you have fished on the wrong side of the boat? You've been putting all your energy on the wrong side of the boat. How do you know it's the wrong side of the boat? You ain't got nothing to show for it. Come on, my God. You think you're all right, but you ain't got nothing to show for fishing on the wrong side of the boat. Come on, y'all. You may think that what you got with Jesus is not enough, but try something else, and you will see how good you got it with him. I don't know about you, but I'd rather stay with Jesus. Now, what's the thing? See, listen, something, something else is going on in this day. I'm, I'm going to hush it in a little bit. I'm going to sit down a little bit. I slept good last night, y'all. So. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. So, hey. He told him, he said, uh, come on, he said, cast your net on the other side. But this is the thing, this is the thing. The disciples, watch, watch, this is a Bible story. The disciples never asked for breakfast. They never asked for breakfast. Y'all see it? They never asked for breakfast. They never asked for breakfast. But what, what did he give them before he gave them breakfast? No, 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 no. He gave them success. They had gone all night. And what? They were unsuccessful in catching anything of substance. 
Jesus knows that before he can get us to accept him as Lord and Savior, sometimes he has to give us a little bit of success so that we can get a taste of what it means to live your life with Jesus. He will overlook a whole lot of crazy stuff we do just to give us a little bit of success. And the success that he gives us is a success that is magical. It is phenomenal. Come on. They had never caught fish like that before. And normally if anybody caught that much fish, the net will break. Oh, look at your life today. The reason why you are experiencing the success that you have right now is because God is just reeling you in. Come on, just a little bit. Come on, you think you got it good? <sighs> this is life, you This is life. You mess up. You fail. You get disappointed. And then God comes. And God says, come on here. You little knucklehead, come on here. Life is better with me. This is about restoration. This is about you. Come on, here's life. You've been fishing on the wrong side of the boat. But you need to come on. And, come on, y'all. You can't smoke this thing. You can't smoke yourself into success. You can't drink yourself into success. You can't sex yourself into success. Come on, y'all. I know they're making the marijuana legal now. And all of us, come on, everybody, one way or the other. Come on. Everybody got a little blunt somewhere. Everybody got a little hookah with a little extra something in it. Come on, my God. But you can't hookah your way into success. And you can't blunt your way into your, you can, uh, you can smoke yourself into being meditational. You can smoke yourself into being chill. Oh, you can smoke yourself into being mellow. But you can't do yourself into success. That matters when your mind. Come on, y'all. There are some successes in your life. Only Jesus alone. Come on. I'm going to sound like a real evangelical right now. Only Jesus alone can give you some successes. Come on. Is there anybody in here that says, oh my God, they said I wasn't going to amount to anything. But Jesus got a hold of me. They said I'd never be successful again. But Jesus got a hold of me. They said I'd never make it. They said I would never amount to anything of substance but Jesus came I don't know about you that's why I got to keep preaching this thing I'm going to stop today because we got communion but I said I wasn't going to tell nobody but I just can't keep it to myself. I, I said I wasn't going to be long today. But I just can't keep it to myself of what the Lord has done for me. I came from nothing. Was nothing. But Jesus came and he...
He just stood there. While I was wild and crazy, he stood there. He stood there, waited on me. Then I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. I came to Jesus just as I was. Weary, wounded, broken, and sad. A failure, failed in school. Oh, but I came to Jesus. Come on, stand all over.